Welcome. This is a special Christmas bonus that we promised with the second story that we considered for the Christmas ornament, the special mansion story, and it was provided by Nicole Kunrat. Gussie's Lamb My favorite Christmas ornament is a lamb that my eldest son made in kindergarten. Nothing more than a bit of black poster board, oval in shape, two small black clothespins for legs, wrapped in cream-colored yarn. It is a mere suggestion of a lamb. The yarn is wrapped irregularly, and I imagine his chubby hands at work and the serious concentration of his expression. Since he brought it home, 24 years ago, it has been a mainstay in our family nativity scene. Among the other figures in the beautifully carved set from Italy, the Holy Family, a donkey and its foal, the lamb is a rough, amateur element. Many would not include such a crude thing in the otherwise perfect set, but while Jesus was the perfect lamb of God, his entry into our world as the Word incarnate was the antithesis of that perfection, a mean and cold stable, more rightly a cave, with animals for attendants and only a manger full of hay for his bed. For me, my son's lamb reminds me of this paradox and the innocence of children. But that is not the end of why this ornament is so significant in our messy, broken world, where we still await his coming, still seek the light. This year, the lamb is a memento of the innocent little boy my son once was, who placed the wee lamb before the manger as his own Christmas offering to the Christ child, is all the more poignant and precious. In late October, about a week after my son turned thirty, he cancelled me. After a tirade of a dozen or so angry political texts from him one night, apropos of nothing, he blocked me, has ghosted me. I was able to get in a text saying, I love you, you will always have my love. This is a testament of how broken my country, our world is, that an adult child would cancel a parent and blame them for all they perceive as wrong in the world. We had never previous had any disagreement or row about anything political, which made the incident all the more stunning. I continue to mourn the loss of my son and praying most fervently for his return. Grief and loss take many forms and Christmas is a particularly emotive time that is difficult for many people who are all hurting for private reasons. But then we were never promised an easy life here on earth. That is also part of the paradox of Jesus the human and the divine. I urge everyone listening to this Advent tale of a favorite Christmas ornament of love and loss to hold your loved ones close, put family first and be guided by the faith, hope and love that came to illuminate our darkness, the darkness of our sin on Christmas. As I placed Gus's lamb in the scene this year, it was with a mother's broken heart. All I can do is kneel before it to lay all this hurt and longing before Jesus and trust that as in the parable of the prodigal, my son will return one day.
as Dana Joya wrote in his beautiful beatific, Prayer at Winter Solstice, Blessed is the love that in losing we discover. Amen. Thank you, Nicole, for this beautiful story. Nicole lives in um, the US. This is it for today. As this is a bonus, there is only the story, but we really wanted you to hear this story and would love to share a few of the others, but I cannot guarantee that we can do this before Christmas. Perhaps let us know if you'd like us, if you'd like to hear more stories about Christmas ornaments. Thank you and until next time. For more My Beautiful Stories, go to stories.com. You can also find details there on My Beautiful Stories Coffee Club, where you can support us. <music>